0: Hear ye, hear ye, the king has a message for you. If you will lay down the arms of your rebellion and you will swear fealty to your king, he will pardon all your treason. Thus saith the king. Well, now the complaint emails are going to start rolling in. I'm glad you said that, Derek.
1: We're in a fishbowl. Oh, no! It's
0: a fishbowl. I can't breathe underwater. Instead of hitting your job, why don't you pray for your coworkers? Truth bomb. Woo! where are you going? This is not over. We're still recording. When was the last time you got murdered for your fate? I'm going with never. No,
1: he's not invited. I don't care. He's not coming on the show. to come. He's not coming got on the show.
0: i got stacks and stacks of email. You've got mail. And welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, December <laughs> 5th. That's not your cue, man. We are, of course, the New Year I not, maybe you just said that. <laughs> I'll flip this table right here, Dad. I'm not he's afraid. A, he's a socialist. He's
1: straight up a socialist. <laughs> hey. I'm not a socialist. There's Charlotte Craig's got a new translation. Uh, oh, that's not even a translation. Dude, flat earth. How crazy I'm crazy. You're crazy. Oh, free. Well,
0: that's the only reason I read in third grade free pizza. Yes, they believe that. That's nonsense. All right, and welcome. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. You're listening to another episode of the Bald and the Bearded.
1: <laughs> I love that, dude. That's pretty good.
0: I'm your host JD. Alongside me is Derek, the Pirate Earl. What's up, everybody? How you doing? <clears throat> it's been a crazy week, man. It really busy. has. We were just talking about that a little bit before the show started, but yeah, tons man. of fun. Tons it's of one fun. of those weeks. It was Memorial Day, right? So a lot of people are off. They have an extra day off work. I feel like I worked more this week because of the holiday than Mm -hmm. if I had it
1: without it. I can't say that. I, I didn't feel like I worked more uh, just because I was at home dealing with issues. Oh, I don't know if you guys remember last week, I talked a little bit about our plumbing situation. So yeah, oh, yeah we, we had right. a, that, that, that sort of escalated into a major situation that I thought oh, I had man. fixed and it wasn't fixed because of something much bigger, which is our main line out of the house. Sounds, it sounds like a horror movie. Oh, the was. Plumber Revisited. Oh, it was awful, dude. It was awful. So yeah, our main line slipped and ended up mm-hmm. forking out a ton of money trying to get it fixed mm-hmm. and got a liner through it now and... Yay! I'm so, <laughs> so happy. Things that annoy me are plumbing. Eric's excited and feeling the blessings of home ownership this week. <laughs> I really am. I really am. But So I am blessed. I'm a homeowner. That's true. So be, be positive.
0: I'm being positive. There are a lot of times I get upset because we live in an apartment. I live in an apartment. And right. you know, I'm on the third floor. I'm having to carry groceries up the stairs. And I just, you know, I, I want a yard I can sit in and enjoy. But I can actually sit on my balcony and watch everybody else work in their yard, mow their yard, <laughs> <laughs> shovel their driveway in the winter. and I'm I am like
1: Maybe, hmm. maybe it's not so bad. It's not so bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, dude. So. Oh, ain't that the truth, though, man. That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, we're up. Uh, dude, we, we finally made it to our, our last week of the 20 oh, yeah. things. 20 basics. This is crazy. Tony oh basis. how far we've come oh how far <laughs> oh man I, I'm half like interested in in wondering that now that we're done with this first 20 weeks like I, w- I would really love some feedback on on that whole series like what people thought and, and I know we're gonna get to some stuff next week we got kind of a cool bonus episode next week Appreciate but uh but yeah like I, I wonder because there was a lot of hype early on when we when we started <laughs> hype for there us? was no hype yet. No. And, uh, and and there was some good things and some bad things that were people were saying so I, now I wonder like I wonder if people would be honest at this point and say, okay, after 20 weeks, like what did what did you think? Right. Was it worth the hype or was it worth maybe the the dissent or the 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 good things that were said? Like how did how did it match up? So more I'm importantly,
0: just, are people just gonna bail now? Like I know, like oh 20 things <laughs> one, are done. One, I'm worried we're just everyone's gonna turn it off. <laughs> Two, I put all the work into this series and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. We have our We've next got a, series. We have a whole like, another other series. am I ready for that? <laughs> it's
1: coming, dude. It's coming up. We we, for we sure. had like three
0: months to prepare for like the launch. Yeah. from when we started talking about it and really getting into it yeah. and now it's like I've yeah. got a week <laughs> got a week and then we have a new More series. series I know so
1: well I thought like I, I was like oh should we take a break I'm like no like let's, don't take don't take a break like in between things cuz you don't want to you exactly what you're afraid of yeah. like you don't want people to just drop off so I don't know and then I we had a we had a scare a couple weeks ago cuz I guess the audio that I uploaded like it oh, didn't yeah. attach and so I thought we were good and then about 9 o'clock that Monday somebody's like um no podcast I'm like right. Oh no! <laughs>
0: it's it's so like that episode of The Office where the phones aren't ringing and they're like, "It's so quiet in here." <laughs> it's like, oh wow, oh no,
1: they're all on, on like voicemail. <laughs> Do not disturb. Yeah. So. Ah. <laughs> that was awesome.
0: <laughs> Speaking of voicemails.
1: Speaking of voicemails, what? How about some email? Email. Welcome. Man. Shut up, it's so nice. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. E T C that's emails. I'm, emails, not voicemails, emails. I, want that, that, I want
0: that guy to do the intro to our podcast one episode. What? Welcome to the Here
1: Kings. You know I, I know that guy. I can probably arrange. <laughs> can you it. book him? That'd be yeah, great. I, I probably can. He's expensive though Oh. <laughs> He's got this really awesome, masculine. masculine well, he's so talented. Ma- right. Masculine is not a word. <laughs> masculine. What's whatever am I what ma- what are we getting? Lure from masculine? manly? I don't know, manly. Something. Yeah, he's got this great manly voice, thanks to uh, garage band effects. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Al. Welcome to ETC. Okay, ETC. Emails, things that annoy me, and Crazy Town. We got some fun stuff this week. Do we um, have emails this week? I don't know. Do we? Do we? You're, you're, we gonna, do. You're in touch with the jesters, dude. We do. I, I was talking to
0: a jester just earlier today. We did get an email this week from Josh nope. requesting that we do another midweek episode.
1: Nice. nice is that people is people remember. Josh, my relation, Josh? He
0: he may know you. He, he might know he me? He might know you. Oh, you, yeah. might, you might know him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think
1: he's a sibling of mine.
0: I, I'm looking at you right now. You're wearing camo, <laughs> and I think you guys both shop at the same department store. Yes. Like, yes. camoforhim.com.
1: I think so. so. I think that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Awesome. So he wants to just. Do so yeah, it I don't know
0: if everyone remembers we did a midweek episode a little while back. We and, did. We just had some stuff so. we wanted
1: to kind of talk about and For kind sure. of throw it out there, and there were some things that were in the news that week that I really just did not want to let go of. So <laughs> yeah, we did a midweek. It was a lot of fun, and they weren't really intended to be sort of a we're going to do did this all mid-week? the time. Yeah, it was. It was supposed like we just like yeah, like hey, we we're here in the middle of the week this week, and we did some. So we'll do some more, Josh. Yeah, apparently he enjoyed
0: you. it. Maybe you did too. If you I, want I another did, midweek, I did like,
1: it because it was super controversial, yeah. and uh, so I, I, I'm I'm still
0: stressed out over that episode. <laughs> but Derek's ready to get back on the horse. I, I don't so. know,
1: dude. Sometimes, like after <laughs> after like a whole season of controversy, I kind of go, okay, I just want to chill for a minute, right. and not annoy anybody, <laughs> and. Uh, because I know I I'm I'm annoying sometimes with You're these right. controversies. Speaking of annoying things that annoy me, uh, <laughs> okay. Remember, I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, way back in week one, I think the very first week, and it might or it might have even been our our pre-week, like before week one or week oh, zero, episode zero. Pre week is that of word? And I've got just a bunch of terms today. <laughs> this is not working well. Uh, there were, we talked about a lady that was at the Dodge dealership that I was at, and she was on her phone talking like super loud. Oh, in the I remember room. this. Yeah, and she she was she's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the Walmart. <laughs> it was like really bad. Anyway, so that kind of happened to me again, and it's worth bringing. you were back at the a, same dealership, or no? I wasn't at the same dealership. Well, I would not even at a dealership. But uh, I thought I'd bring it up simply because. I think that was either week zero or week one, and here we are ending the series. So I'm just going to do a fun flashback shout out to that week, uh, in, in sort of a big, you know, bringing it back around I got you. Full kind of circle. a thing. Yeah, full circle. And uh, it happened basically again in that I go into work at 5:30 in the morning. Okay, so that's when I get to work. It's not that's not when, when I wake you punch up. in. I, yeah, I'm Ooh. in, sitting at the desk, usually at about 5:30. Wow. And. Uh, early on like so a couple years ago when i was going in this early no one else was there oh that's magical. And so i could get in yes. get on my computer mm-hmm. i'd even just turn my light off like in the office yeah. area and just the computer glow would be that all the light right. and it was just real calming like okay now i could just blitz through tons of work sure and uh no distractions no noise no people coming into my office walking like up to yeah. the desk hey can you help me with this Can you help me? and, i mean right. i don't mind helping just some people dark time. yeah yeah but I, yeah i do i need that in the morning I'm not a morning person. Just an FYI, I am not a morning person. I do not like mornings, which is, a lot of people don't believe me because I get up so early and I'm at work so early, but I, I just want to be left alone. I'm, I get my, get my coffee, I get my little keto muffins that yeah. you know my hot wifey makes me, and uh, I, yeah, that's it. So apparently, apparently, somebody got it in their head to say, hmm, well, geez, if Derek's in that early, maybe I can come in that Uh-oh. early they're on to you yeah and so the managers most of the managers over those teams were like look come in at six don't come in any earlier than six because I've told some of those managers like I, it's really obnoxious when they come in that early yeah I, I'm the only one <laughs> right <laughs> I'm pulling some rank, I guess and uh, and and so they're like okay well we'll have them come in at six so they're coming in at six but even six o'clock like it's not they're not even being You're honest like barely but,
0: settled yeah point.
1: I'm barely settled in but but what they're doing as sort of a loophole is they're coming in at about 540, But not clocking in because they're hourly guys that are so they they won't clock in until six. But they're getting in and setting up, like and kind of getting their coffee and walking around. Seriously, why? Why is exactly why the whole first hour is for? (laughs) 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 But they really are like so they're doing that prior to clocking in. I'm thinking, okay, one, why, and two, like. It's, it's not just that they're coming in it's like, okay, this is real chill. I'm just going to be quiet and walk in and you know make my way to my desk and set my stuff down I didn't think you light. were supposed
0: to do any work till you like three hours in. Like you punch in. <laughs> punch in. Get your stuff settled. Maybe <laughs> no, get up and dude. get some coffee. These guys
1: are like full-on overachievers or something. But the worst part about it is there's this one specific individual, and I'm not even going to name a gender because in case that person listens, I don't want them to know that I'm this frustrated. Or annoyed. You know who Whatever. you are. You know who you are. <laughs> this person comes in. And first thing, I mean, they open the door. It slams behind them because we got one of those doors that doesn't really, like, slow down. Mm-hmm. And most people are courteous enough to, like, come in and they kind of just, they guide yeah. it back. Yeah. Nope, not this person. Boom, Bam! slams. And then they come walking in, sit down, and then they walk right on over to the office. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. No. Nope. Wrong answer. Wrong yeah. answer. You're sitting you do- there in the dark, and they're wanting to have a conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I look up, and I don't even, like, move my head. I just kind of look out of the top of my head, right? <laughs> just kind of lift my eyes up. Eye glaze. And I just kind of give them that, like, what are you doing? Man. It's 5.40 in the morning. Sound should not exist right now. Like, That's it's, off to you, man.
0: Like, oh. this is why I don't work in an
1: office. It's like, unbelievable. And it's always the exact same person at the exact same volume. And uh, so I will say this, though. In the last, like, week, the one of the primary managers, I think, is over this person, moved them oh. over next to the manager's desk. And uh, which is quite a ways away from where my office door is at. Oh, I and, and I think they did it <laughs> just because uh, the main manager... Knows it's like this person is a talker. Like, please be quiet. Anyway, so if you uh, feel me on kidding. that one, if you if you feel me on loud people, if you and work quiet in quiet places office, Do
0: people annoy you on Monday mornings? Goodness. Is that why you're listening to this podcast? That is right. Put those headphones in and yeah, ignore That's them?
1: what I'm trying to do on Monday mornings. I'm just trying to listen to the Hear Ye Kings because they provide good, valuable, almost always accurate information, <laughs> and uh, I just love it. And here, this person is obnoxiously annoying me. Crazy Town. Here we go. Ready? Arc owners sue for rain damages. Whoa! whoa. Wait. A minute. Did I just read that correctly? I did. Okay. So apparently, the owners of the uh, Noah's Ark replica Oh, the little like museum thing—yeah, yeah—in Northern Kentucky. It's it's the uh, what, what is it called? It's called the, the Ark creation Encounter or Creation Museum, museum something? or something. I don't know. It's the big Creation Museum, Ark Museum in uh, Northern Kentucky. It's put on by oh Ken... the
0: Ark Encounter. Yeah, the
1: Ark Encounter. There you go. Uh, by Ken Ham. He's the guy that debated Bill Nye the Not So Science Guy a while back. Um, apparently, it rained, which I think. Does first, it rain first in Kentucky? Off, yeah, it rains there. But I just want to say just how unbelievably ironic and wonderful that is. It rained so much so that uh, it caused, let me see here, a landslide... To appear on the roads that led to the ark. I love how they, they wrote this article. This is from Deseret News. So thank you Utah for writing Random such fun wonderful fact. articles. The Deseret
0: News here in Utah is yeah. Utah's oldest business. Really? Yep.
1: Wow, that is a fun Final. fact. I like it. Well, they're uh, not their grammar's a little funky and old here too. I mean, so it says that it says that Ark Encounter said insurers refused to pay them about one million dollars in damages oh, yeah. after a massive rain in 2017 and 18. That is quite a massive rain. It covered two years' span. Uh, it caused a landslide. It like this last main. Man. I know. Caused a landslide. I, I love this wording. A landslide to appear. Like, like it wasn't there, and then it was there. Like so, anyway. So the so, Ark wasn't damaged. No, it was so it wasn't like the a... arc that was damaged. Um, it was just the road leading to the oh. Ark encounter, and a big landslide got there. And so what the... Uh, the people who are insuring or whatever the Ark are saying is like, look, our our funding covers significant damage to the Ark itself, oh. not the road surface leading to it. Even though it's on the property, I'm guessing um, it, that's right. that's not what it covers. Let's see here. Uh, it says, however, the Noah's Ark replica first unveiled in 2016, according to my colleague... Uh, sustained no significant damage. The access road has also been rebuilt from the landslide. So, yeah, you can get there. Officials were saying this is why some officials with the Ark Encounter have asked for the company to reconsider the lawsuit. A spokesman for the Replica's public relations firm reportedly laughed when she was told that the Ark Encounter was filing a lawsuit because of flood damage.
0: Yeah, that's a little unique.
1: (laughs) That is the greatest thing ever, which is, of course, why we uh, brought it up for the crazy town because to me that's just delicious stuff right there the <laughs> ark encounter sues for rain damage like oh man can't make it up baby you can't make that stuff up that's right dude I I, that's right. I I i
0: remember seeing that article in the news and i had to do a double take because i was scrolling on facebook and i was like yeah. oh is it babylon b
1: no it's not it's, it's like not. A, it's a this happened thing, dude man it's I just it absolutely crazy so i love it i love it Sorry. What is that? Are you going to the bathroom? Coke Zero, baby. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Nice, nice. Speaking of sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, man...
0: Can't get enough of the Hear Ye Kings? Experience brand new episodes every Monday. Unlock exclusive content and discover bonus features only at hearyekings.com. Do you have questions, comments, or maybe a crazy town story to share? Send us an email at gestures
1: at hearyekings.com. It, it's gestures. That's what I said. No, jest, jesters. Gestures. Jesters. J-E-S-T-E-R-S.
0: Jesters. Whoever. And as always, connect with us on Twitter. You can follow me at Josiah D. Walker or my sidekick at Derek underscore... Earl or both of us at Here You Kings. Last but not least, long live the King.
1: rubbish? Huh? Did you take out the rubbish? No! Why not? Well, I'm listening to this new podcast. New what? A podcast. What in the blazes is that? It's this new epic Christian podcast called Hear Ye Kings. Hear Ye what? Hear Ye Kings. Hear Ye Kings? Yeah, Hear Ye Kings. They talk about theology and politics and how to tell people about Jesus. Jesus? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I was praying to Jesus this morning. He said he had a message for you. Yeah. Yeah. He said, take out the filthy rubbish!
0: Tune in to the Here Ye Kings, an epic Christian podcast and highlight of your week. New episodes every Monday. But don't forget to take out the rubbish. Dude, how awesome would it be if Coca-Cola was our sponsor?
1: Oh, dude. we are be alright with that. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Coca-Cola. You hear that, Coke? If you're Coca-Cola. listening... We could use a sponsor.
0: I just love it that the we last talk- name cola. I had to laugh because we had a guest speaker at church day, and he opened with a fun little story about Coke Zero. Coke Zero. What do you say? Well, he was talking about how it used to be called Coke Zero, okay. and now it's called Coke Zero Sugar. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. And yeah. how
0: it's new, right? It's new, Coke Zero Sugar, and how a lot of times people say things are new, but they're not really new. Yeah. He said he went online and looked at the nutritional facts, and like it's the same Coke as before. Coke zero. It just, a lot of people didn't know that Coke zero meant zero sugar. So they had to rename it Zero Sugar so people would know. Oh Uh, I always wondered why it was called Coke Zero. Same old stuff,
1: just repackaged. Repackaged
0: and and branded on it new. Dude,
1: I saw something really cool. This one guy, so he took a can of of Coke, right? And then he scraped off with like some like fine grit sandpaper or whatever. He scraped off the label that's on the outside. So it's so it's all just silver, right? So silver, silver aluminum. And then he takes a uh, a, like a shish kebab skewer stick or whatever, pokes it through the little top, you know, popper piece or whatever. What do you call that thing? The the thing that you pick oh up the tab yeah the tab that thing and so he lifts it up so the holes you know there and he pokes the skewer through it and then sets it down inside of a bigger uh, beaker of drain cleaner like 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 a hardcore drain cleaner you'd clean out your drains or your toilet with or something like that and he let it sit in there for a long time and the aluminum dissolved away and there it left a a, a like a plastic movable not crinkly hard liner like there's a plastic liner inside of that can somewhere and then he lifted it up seriously and poured the coke out and he could move it it was like saran wrap it was the craziest thing i'd ever seen dude i'm dead serious i'm gonna show you this video after this i mean that's worthy of crazy in and of itself but i was like there's an invisible plastic liner in every coke can
0: and you don't even know it's there you really end up in some dark, weird corners of the oh, internet.
1: Oh, yes. Very dark. You I have mean, too
0: much free time, like, I swear.
1: Like Pluto, not even a planet anymore. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa. Whoa. Listen.
0: You can, you can feed me your flat earth nonsense all day, every day. Oh, I am not but I'm telling
1: you right earth. now. Dude. Pluto I'm,
0: will be in forever oh, this, as a planet okay, in my heart. Okay,
1: well, in whatever deep, dark <laughs> universe that's in, that's where this Coke video came from. It's awesome. Look it up, people. There's something hidden in your Coke can. You don't even know it. You don't even know it.
0: Okay. Speaking of things being hidden, hopefully Christ is hidden in your heart, and we're going to continue our series this week on the 20 Basics of the Christian Faith. Way to <laughs> go! Way to go! Uh,
1: <laughs> 20 <laughs> Basics of the Christian Faith, If you'd like to follow along with
0: us, you can go to hearyekings.com slash Christian Basics, click on the outline, and you can read silent to you. Yourself as I read aloud. Oh boy, remember that from Scantron's little SAT test in school? Read silently to yourself as I read aloud. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Timmy walks down the street with eight apples.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: So, yeah, we're talking about the 20 basics of Christianity. We're on week 20. We are, dude. We are talking about what is heaven. Man, I don't even know. And we're not just talking about the taste of a freshly baked pepperoni pizza. We're mm. talking about eternal life.
1: That is heaven, dude. It is. It is. So if you're on the website, you can click on the thumbnail there at, at uh, kings.com slash Christian Basics. The thumbnail it looks like a castle. It's sort of like sure, a. Yeah, yeah it kind of really ties in with the Narnia photo right before it of Aslan, For which sure. is pretty awesome. But yeah, so um, we, I put a castle there as the thumbnail um, because I want to emphasize one really important thing right up front, and then we'll get to all these. Uh, Wonderful texts from scripture from scripture, okay. and 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 this is going to segue us right into the very first topic that Doctor Grudem deals with. But this one thing that I want to put out there is that heaven is for real. No, I'm just kidding. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> I just wanted to shout out that awful, awful book. Um, the, what I what I really wanted to say is that heaven is a physical
0: for place. Sure. Yeah,
1: it's not just it's 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 not a spiritual place in the sense that we we have. Characterize it at or as, as as it's been caricatured, like in cartoons, like we have like a different a dimension, spiritual type thing. sort of like a weird bodiless dwelling place of spirits floating around and sitting on clouds or whatever in this sort of nebulous, like Playing not the not in a real physical existence. It's sort of just cloudy and misty, mm-hmm. and like that. so often that is what heaven is portrayed as, uh, or it's it's just some sort of like in your mind kind of subconscious thing that you go to after you die. And that's, that's not true. Heaven uh, is a physical place. It, it, it's real. It's tangible. It's got substance to it. I'm knocking on the table right now, folks. You hear that? It's got substance to it. And so I put the castle... Because I guess if, if you know if you were to walk into an actual castle and to see the the hard brick and mortar that is a castle and stones and quarried stones and stuff like you'd go wow this is this is very real it's not something that you're just going to wave your hand and poof waft through right no this right. is a real thing so um, that leads us to Dr. Grudem's first sort of uh, category topic of this whole thing and that heaven uh, is real so not heaven is for real you for real garbage these guys Walmart it's book readers. Heaven is real. And so we get the first verse out of Matthew 25, 34. That's chapter 25, verse 34. It says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, or blessed by my father, however you want to say that, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. So this is a kingdom that's been prepared. Okay? So there's preparation involved in building it, right? Okay.
0: And then Isaiah 66, 22 says, For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain.
1: Oh, boy. So it remains before me, right? So there's, right. A, there's another reference to, like, this is a real thing that's yep. before me. Yeah. Um, before and it's not, Yeah, it's not something that's just, um, you know, in my mind or, or in a different... Or in sort the of, future yeah, or, or just whatever. Yeah, yep. John 14, <laughs> chapter, chapter 14, verse 2 says, In my Father's house are many rooms... Okay, a room. Is okay, this set? based
0: off that Audio Adrenaline song?
1: Yeah, I'm per- I, think, I think that's what John was was probably listening to. to. He was probably listening to it oh, when yeah. he wrote this. God, time. I love so. the classics. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's old, man. And so in my father's house are many rooms. Um, if it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? So there's that same thing, uh, echoing back to Matthew, right, that he's preparing this place. Uh, and what is he preparing? Well, he's, apparently, he's preparing rooms in this sure. this big yeah. father's house of his. It's a big, big house.
0: Unless you're Derek Vince, a pirate ship. Um oh, yes. First Peter 3.22, this Jesus talking, says, Who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him? It's that's like, right. That, who is Jesus? So.
1: Well, I mean, this is a... A lot of people will listen to that and be like, okay, well, that doesn't say anything about a physical, like, you know, like a room oh, or a place sure. that's being prepared. But let's remember, this is, this is Peter talking, and he's saying, Jesus, who has gone into heaven. Right. So what is he referencing? What what event is he referencing right there?
0: Uh, the resurrection?
1: Yeah, the resurrection and the yeah. ascension. So when Jesus came back, he came back with a physical body. Right. He, he was raised from death with, with a physical body. He was not just oh, raised I see what you're spiritually. Saying he was raised with a so physical body. So if it's not a physical body.
0: place, he couldn't be up there.
1: Yeah, where did he go? Where did he go? If it's heaven. just some spiritual place and he's physical, yeah. then... Then he's, he, what, he's just off floating around in space somewhere? Like, no, no, no. Thomas touched his side, touched the hole in his hand. He <laughs> ate fish. He drank, uh, well, well, I'm guessing his wine. It says it right in the in the, the text there. He walked to uh, Emmaus, right? Which Like, seven-mile walk or whatever. He, what some other things that he did? Like, he, he, was, he was a physical being. He even was around he, for a while. He did walk through a wall, too, which is pretty awesome. We're going to get to that in just a second. But, uh, so... so as a physical person, and he says, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels and authorities and powers that have been subjected to him, he's saying that a physical person, Jesus, went, okay? He, he's gone into a physical place, heaven. So to him, it was just a it was a no-brainer. Like, of course, heaven is, is real. It's not ethereal. It's not just right. in your mind. It's not just a spiritual, like, funky dimension of nothingness and clouds, and it'll be bliss there. Like, that's not it. It's a real physical, tangible place. All right, so characteristics of heaven. This is Dr. Grudem's next sort of category title here is the characteristics of heaven. The first one is from the book of Revelation. Not Revelations, people. It's Revelation, <laughs> uh, chapter 22, verses one through nine. It says, then the angel showed me the river of the water of life. Okay, I can't, I can't even keep going. So it's a river. Rivers are not... Like, like a
0: physical a, river, is that what you're saying? Yes, it's
1: a physical river, okay? It's wet, you can throw a rock in it, splashes, it's a <clears> river, okay? Showed me the, the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, okay? So it's shining, you can see it, it's not just this like, uh, you know, ethereal in your mind river, okay? It's flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. So I want you to just go back and look at that thumbnail for for a second again. If you got the God of heaven and earth living in a city... What's that city look like, man? He's, he's the god of the universe. I don't think it's gonna look like downtown Detroit, right? I just what don't you think. Bashing it's, on hey, Detroit I, for? We're not trying to bash on Detroit or anything. But have you seen Detroit? That <laughs> <laughs> place can be like in the in the in the slum areas of that city. <laughs> you're just saying it's pretty awesome. No, I didn't want to dog on our own city here in Salt Lake City, but we're not doing that great either. <laughs> so here here here's the god of heaven and earth, right? dwelling in a city it says the throne of god and of the lamb that it, that's where the water flows from through the middle of the street of the city so again if you look at the thumbnail it's like could it be as miraculous as this big majestic castle looking i mean i don't even know so it was just a guess but it was cool right. cool imagery it says also on either side of the river, okay, so the river is clearly a river with sides, with, size, with a, a bank of the river. On either side of the river, the tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. So leaves, an actual tree. Yeah, so there's a tree. It's got leaves there. It yields fruit. says the leaves of the tree uh, were for healing of the nations. No longer will there be any uh, anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and, the, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. Interesting. Uh, and night will be no more. They will need no light uh, of uh, light of lamp or sun, uh, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. Man, that just sounds over the top.
0: <laughs> well, and it continues. I mean, talking about Jesus coming back. Yep. I mean, that's the rest of that through verse 9. It says, And he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book, I, John, and the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. Mm -hmm. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book, worship God. Man. Which, how could you not, when you get to heaven and just Seriously. see how amazing it is? Like, Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, even just in the description right there in Revelation 22, it's like, like a big river flowing down the middle of the street of the city and like there's trees on each side of it and it's the tree of life that's on the side of it that yields fruit every month apparently. Mm. Like even just the simple things, like it yields fruit every month. You're talking about, here's a city that doesn't go through the seasons that we have of, of life and then death and then rebirth again mm. like we have on earth and you know from spring into summer and fall into winter and then back to spring. Like it's just every month it's, it's producing more fruit. So it's just a place where where life is abundant and constant that it's never having to go through that recycle phase of, you know, spring, summer, sure. w- fall, winter. Seasons. Like it's always yeah. just in bloom, in season. I mean, that to me that's just incredible. Just absolutely wild. Okay, so second Peter, let's see here, 3 chapter 3 verse 11 through 13 says, "Since all these things uh, are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives Uh, of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening uh, the coming of the day of of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt away as they burn. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and a new earth uh, in which righteousness dwells. All right, so there's there's one piece here that I really want to to touch on, and it's actually just one word that's in this whole thing. So he talks here about these, the heavens and the earth that we know now, what we know of now is a heaven and the earth, that are going to be dissolved with fire. That fire's going to come and just, you know, dissolve everything. Right. But then he says, but according to the promise, we're waiting for the new heavens and new earth. So I got curious one day and thought, what does he mean by new heaven and new earth? Is it...
0: That's a good question. Yeah,
1: so, so I, I you know, sort of got somebody that knows Greek and some of these things, and I asked them, I said, well, what does this word new mean? Because there are different types of new. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, let me, let me just tell you the couple types of new that I know, and then you can go and kind of keep looking uh, you know, in the Greek or whatever. And so there's new as in it's brand new, it was just made. Mm. So there's that. And then there's new as in it's it's new to you, but it's not brand new. So when you buy a used car, that's your new car.
0: Or but, like new Coke Zero Sugar.
1: Yeah, like new Coke <laughs> Zero Sugar. It's not really new. It's got a new label on it, and it's being repackaged as new, but it's not new in that sense. It's a different kind of new. And then, so those are the two that I knew of. I'm like, it's either <laughs> new of, get it? Oh, sorry. Uh, so, it, I know. so there's either new, as in it's brand new, it was just made... N- that's one. Two, it's new to you, but right. it's not actually brand new. And then there's a third one. And uh, the third one is the one that's used here in in Greek. That's the new that it's referring to. It's new uh, in the sense that you've never seen anything like it. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's brand new, and it doesn't mean that it was used and only new to you. It's new in the sense that, like, it may have been around but you have never experienced anything like this. This is real different, nuanced kind of new, and that's the new that is used here, which is interesting because what that means is uh, when he says that the old earth and old heaven are going to be dissolved by fire, it, it might only mean that... That the dissolving of it is is sort of a cleansing of it, like that if, if heaven and earth are cleansed and purged by this fire, like you see that that kind of language used a lot in scripture, where, where fire comes and purifies something. It doesn't necessarily burn it up and it goes away, but it actually comes and, and sort of renews it, you know, burns it all up and fixes it and then purifies it through the fire, right? Right. And so it, it may be a twist on that that like it's possible that the earth that we're on now after being purged by fire, is the earth that will be used to be to, to be this new oh, earth that's new to us yeah. in, in a really unique kind of way. And hmm. so the only reason I bring that up is because a lot of people think that when you die and you go to heaven, uh, you're going to be off in this disembodied, funky, weird spiritual state. And I will say for a second, f- for a moment you will be, Prior to the new heavens and the new earth, you do go, and to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord, right? right. That's, right. A, that's a verse. So you, you would literally leave the body when you die, right. and, you, and you go up to be with God. And so when you're with God, that, that's heaven. Right. Okay, but I mentioned last week, what comes after heaven? And people never want to ask, they never ask that question because they have no idea that they need to ask that question. No, wait, heaven is very temporal, Heaven is only going to be around until the judgment comes at, right at the end, and then this new heaven and new earth show up mm-hmm. after, a, after a big dissolution by fire. Right. So, and when the new heaven and new earth comes, there's no need for the basically, quote-unquote, old heaven that was where you were disembodied and, and dwelling with God. Now you come back, and the Bible says you're resurrected, right? The dead will the sea will give up the dead, right. and the graves and people are going to come back. You're going to have a body, this right. new resurrected for body, sure. and and... You're going to be on a new Earth,
0: and and that's interesting. And I like that point about the new Earth and how being burned by fire because that reaffirms my faith in the flat Earth. Because I think you just flip it over like a checkerboard, chessboard, (sighs) double-sided.
1: Did you really just go? I'm just saying it's the same, but it's on the
0: bottom, (laughs) so now it's new. It's like that. I got a double version of Clue Junior. Like you can go to the beach house, or you can go to the mansion. Okay. (laughs) No, but um. But yeah, that's a really interesting point. I always thought heaven was somewhere else. We're going to leave this earth and go somewhere else. But it's very interesting to think that it might just be this world is transformed and and basically turned new. Well, a lot of people
1: ask, like, well, what is heaven going to be like? And I almost want to say, like, look around a little. Like, you're you're there almost in a weird, funky sense. Like, this is earth. And God didn't create this just to nuke it one day and for it to be gone. It says here that He's going to purge it with fire; sure. that it's going to be dissolved. And in the sense that, like dissolved, in the sense that it, like again, it's purified with this fire, because that's what that language is used for, often more often than not. And that He's going to be this new heaven and a new earth for uh, where the people of righteousness dwell. Yeah. So. You're going to be on an earth. It might not exactly be this earth. I don't know if he's going to like supersize it or something, make it a lot bigger to handle all the people or whatever. There's a, there's a section we're going to get to in Revelation in a little bit that talks about the dimensions of this city and uh, just the dimensions of the city alone, if they're accurate, which it's the Bible, so it must be accurate, or at least if we've translated it correctly for you know a cubit to mean... Yeah, we if, we it's think it means, yeah if it's literal. Yeah, if it's literal. Our planet at, at, at the moment isn't big enough to, be, to sure. maintain the size of the city. Well, it's enormous. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get to it. Uh, where are we at? Second Peter? No, no. we're, going,
0: we're June. going on to Jude 24. It says, Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy.
1: Boom. Boom. So what's he talking about there? Says now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling uh, and pr- present you blameless before the presence of yeah. his glory with great joy. There's a presence of God yeah. that uh, it, it inhabits the city. For sure. Okay, so the city that that is New Jerusalem, which is what you know. Ah, there's there's the the sneak peek to the next section or whatever we're gonna talk about. The city is called New Jerusalem, where we're gonna be at. The new, <laughs> new, get it, new. There's that new again. Um, it, it said in that text earlier that there's not even gonna be a sun. That the 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 lamb is there, and he provides the light. Oh, like he is amazing. the light, and so here in Jude when he says that he's able to keep you from stumbling and present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. That's he's he's saying about he's talking about presenting you in the city, presenting you in the this new heaven. It's pretty awesome, and the fact that his presence is just is there in glory with great joy. It's pretty cool. It's just a neat verse that's in there. Uh, Psalm sixteen eleven says, "You make known to me the path of life." And in your presence, there's that yep. presence again, there is a fullness of joy. At your awesome. right hand are pleasures forevermore. Which yeah. to me, that's that, that's one of those things where you kind of go, Well, is heaven gonna be this like sort of boring heart playing? Right. You think that you cloud? think,
0: you know, after ten thousand years, am I gonna be losing my mind?
1: Right. And this this verse squashes that idea. It's like, no, 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 no. In the presence of God is fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. Now, if I was to ask you, like right now, and you don't have to answer this, but if if you were to just ask somebody off the street, hey, how would you describe, or what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the words, fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore? I don't want to know half the street answers that would come from that question, right? Because most people would probably think of very worldly things that would, to them would be fullness of joy, pleasures forever, right? Never-ending pizza. Yeah, never-ending pizza. But apparently here, he's saying that, no, just being in the presence of God is If you've ever felt that fullness For of sure. joy in the oh, moment yeah. when there's when there could be, even if even if everything in the world was going wrong and you still have contentment or you still have that, whatever that deep mm-hmm. joy rooted seated joy in you is, that fullness of joy. And then the term here, the pleasures forevermore. Yeah, like I hate to think of it, but my, my mind goes to pizza sometimes too. It's like that first bite of pizza, dude, mm-hmm. sometimes when you're just like. Oh my goodness. You know, it's right. just like this overwhelming, wow, this is great. And I can't believe we just compared heaven to pizza, but you might be hey, like, Hey, I'm just saying it's you part might of God. Believe it. It's part of God's creation. So <laughs> but apparently that's what it's going to be like just to be there. Yeah. Just to be there.
0: Not to mention everything that goes with that. Oh yeah. So Isaiah 25, 8 through 12 says he will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people will be taken away from the, all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, and Moab shall be trampled down in his place, as straw is trampled down in a dunghill. And he will spread out his hands in the midst of a... Of it, as a swimmer spreads his hands out to swim, but the Lord will lay low his pompous pride, together with the skill of his hands and the high fortifications of his walls. He will bring down, lay low, and cast to the ground to the dust.
1: Boom, man!
0: So much in there. Seriously,
1: I love some of that Old Testament just sort of language too that they use. I mean, it's just it's just a real epic paragraph. Like when you read something like that, it's awesome. All righty, Revelation 21. Here was that spoiler alert from earlier about New Jerusalem. So the whole chapter, uh, uh, 21, deals with this new city that is supposedly going to be on this new earth, right? So I'm just going to read sections of it. If, if you're following along or if you want to check this out later, it's just Revelation 21. Read the whole chapter. It's awesome.
0: For sure. Uh,
1: let's see here. So it's titled New Heaven and New Earth. It says... Then I saw a new heaven and new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that passed away in the sense, again, that, it, that it's gone and obliterated. Sure. It just yeah. means that the old sense of it, the old sense of the old earth and new heaven had passed away, like it that that was, that was done or something, and now there's this new heaven and new earth. Could be the exact same planet, just purged, maybe he makes a brand new one, I don't know. Uh, Again, it kind of goes back to what that word new means. And then it says here, and the sea was no more. The sea here, excuse me, the sea is actually referencing evil. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be an ocean. So for all my uh, fellow pirates out there, there will be... There will be water. I promise you, there will be some water. Because here, uh, when it says the sea was no more, the sea that that language was used by first-century Jews to reference evil and and chaos and calamity really? in the world. Yeah. So hmm. when he says that the sea is no more, he's saying. I mean, so that, that's other references too to like the dragon that came out of the sea. He's talking yeah. about he's talking about this evil that is that that's come out of a mass of evil, right? So uh, the sea, meaning the, the the giant amounts of evil that we experience here on this planet is no more. There's no more chaos. There's no more calamity. There's no more, uh, you know, crazy. There's no more crazy town. (laughs) (laughs) No more things
0: that annoy Derek.
1: I know. It says, and uh, I saw a holy city, New Jerusalem. So there's the name of the city. Coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and he will be, And they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. So there's that term, passed away again, just like at the very beginning. The old earth had passed away. So it very well could mean that all of the things that we kind of mark as... You hear the the term in Christianity a lot, worldly Right. right oh that's worldly oh yeah what everything that is inside of the the encompassment if that's a word, is encompassment a word everything that's inside it is the on this encompassment of worldly uh, that passes away that's gone so here he references crying mourning pain right he's wiping yeah. away those tears uh, but but it could also be you know vulgarity it could be you know, lying, all sin. All sin is obviously wiped away. Just all, Hatred, all, yeah. all of the things that, that we mark in this world is like, oh, that's worldly. That is gone. And then he goes on here and talks a, a whole lot about uh, having conquered a bunch of stuff. Like Jesus obviously is, is he's the king. So yeah. he conquers everything. And the new Jerusalem shows up in verse nine. It says, then, uh, then came one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues. And spoke to me, saying, "Come, I will show you uh, the bride, the wife of the Lamb." And he carried me away to the spirit, uh, in spirit to a great high mountain, and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, uh, coming down out of heaven from God. So it's really interesting. Like this new earth is purged or created or you know dissolved out of in fire from the old one. I don't know how it works. And then out of heaven, remember? So heaven was this external disembodied place in a sense. Out of heaven comes down a physical city. Like, it floats down like some crazy <laughs> alien movie. I'm just reading the text. This is super cool, dude. It says, This holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Its radiance, like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates, and at the 12 gates uh, 12 angels and on the gates the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed uh, and then it says on the east three gates the north three gates the south three gates the west three gates the three gates on every side uh, and the wall of city had t- 12 foundations and on them the name uh, of the twelve apostles of the Lamb so hey John you guys get some fancy inscribed names on some nice. of these things man and then here's where it goes in I'm not going to read all this but it goes into the measurements of this city. It says that the measured. Uh, he took out a big rod, which I don't even know how you do this, but you take out a giant like measuring rod, and uh, it says tape measure. Yeah, I guess a giant tape measure. It says he measured the city, and it was twelve thousand stadia. Stadia, I don't know what that is, uh, and its length and width and height are equal. So it's as it's as long as it is wide as it is high. So I don't know if that's a giant cube, or if it's a pir- like a pyramid. Because the pyramid could be just as high as it is. Sorry, it could be cube or pyramid-shaped. I don't know. Uh, But the wall measured 144 cubits. Now, a cubit is 18 inches, yes? So So I looked up stadia. Okay, what do we got? So the
0: stadia comes from the plural of the Greek stadion, the word for distance of 185 to 192 meters,
1: which ends
0: up being 607, 630 feet. It's very similar length to modern furlong or an eighth of a mile. So 660 feet.
1: Okay, so he measured the city with its rod, 12,000 stadia. It says its length and width and height are equal. He also measured its wall, the wall itself. So so the city may not be overly enormous, right? But the wall here is really interesting. 144 cubits by a human measurement, which apparently is also an angel's measurement there in the text in verse 17. I love that. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, 144 cubits, my little... Footnote here says that a cubit was about 18 inches. So if you have 144 cubits, one cubit is 18 inches. You times that what by 18 to get how many inches that is. That's 2,592 inches. Is that true? Is that right? Am I doing? Am I doing my math right?
0: I don't know. I was doing my math on stadia. Yeah. Still, it's
1: like 216 feet. Like, I don't. I don't even know if like if that's how high the wall was or so. I don't even know, dude. Like you start measuring this thing though, and the city is like
0: it's huge. Well, listen. This math is saying it's about 1,300 miles wide, you know? Yeah. So
1: that's enormous. Yeah. 1,300 miles wide. Like, how do you. (laughs) That's, dude, 1,300. Okay, so the the United States is like 3,400 miles from coast to coast. It's something like that. It's like 3,000 miles coast to coast. So the city walls. Are half of the United States? That's how long the wall is. So
0: if we got rid of the crazy states like California and different things, and
1: yeah, like yeah, the, some of that, the new heaven could be right here. Well, I, given our political like atmosphere <laughs> right now, I really don't know if we should be talking about a wall that's this big. <laughs> this you know, like, moving a on. Good idea. What are we thinking? Anywho, <laughs> man, questions. This is absolutely crazy, dude. So. Anyway, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did my qubit math wrong there earlier. People are oh. listening like, why did you times that by Let's that? Like, yeah. We're not mathematicians, yeah. people. I just want to not. push record on a <laughs> thing, dude. Not. Okay, so, so the city is enormous. Let's get to some of these questions, and, and maybe yeah, it's going to you gonna just come. talked about the big wall, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So that being said, can we fly?
1: Can we fly? Like, what's we the purpose of a wall fly? if we're going to be able to fly, so, man? I, so I want to be safe here and say that If the Bible doesn't explicitly say it, and it doesn't even implicitly say it, it I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to assume. Now, I now that coming from me, meaning as a kid, that's all I wanted to do was fly. My favorite movie growing up was like Peter Pan, and like, I just... Of course it was. Peter Pan, Hook, you know, those ones, like Robin Williams. I wanted to fly so bad to the point now where I just, I want to die skydiving. (laughs) Like So that's, you guys have heard that before. It's good up until the last second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, And then you have a few minutes to kind of prep yourself, too, as you're falling. (laughs) But, so flying to me was one of those like, I can't wait to get to heaven because I want to fly. Right. Right? So all of that said, the Bible doesn't explicitly say one way or the other whether we can fly. There are texts that say that we're going to be caught up in the air with him. Sure. Now, does that mean that he just sort of like, you know, kind of grabs us up with like the force or something, and we're all kind of just floating there uh, and, and not necessarily... Full control, Peter Pan flying around. Like I, I don't know if I'm gonna be up there doing like loops and and barrel rolls or anything like that. But but we are we are caught up into the air with him. So there's that right. verse. Yeah. That doesn't explicitly say you can fly. It just means that Jesus catches you up into the air with him. I got you. Maybe he's holding your hand. Maybe he's holding everybody's hand. I don't know how he's gonna do that. But the Jesus of many hands, I guess. But uh, so there's that verse. Uh, and then we also have Jesus. Uh, In his resurrected physical body after the resurrection, he walks through a wall at one point. You can find it in in the Gospels. He walks through a wall. Having walked through a wall, that does say a few things about the physical body that is this new physical body. Like, it's clearly capable of something that we're not capable of now. Now, maybe that's only Jesus, though. Maybe sure. Jesus exclusively keeps that to himself that, no. hey, look, I can walk through walls. You can't walk through walls. I'm made know. in his image. I don't don't get me started on the context of that. So it, it may be that, may be the case. He also teleports. Jesus goes from one place, poof, vanishes and goes to another place. We know that there's moments when he did that to, uh, who, who was it? Was it Thomas? One one of them one of them was sitting there preaching the gospel to somebody and then poof vanished and was somewhere else. Oh yeah, I have to yeah, remember. I can't remember I where can't that text was. Either. And uh and and so that happens. Like so, there is some sort of a teleportation aspect to this new physical body, or at least sure. the the it's within the bounds of something that Jesus can accomplish. So can you fly? I don't know. I think it's best to leave it at, I don't know, and if we get there and I can fly, awesome. And if I can't fly, it says here that there's going to be fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore. So I probably won't care.
0: According to Carmen, there was a oh. airplane you can get on. And...
1: Carmen. Oh, my god! I'm just asking. I'm Mission just saying.
0: 316. <laughs> <That> was... <laughs> <laughs> we want a riot. <laughs>
1: When, when well, do yeah. Christians
0: go to heaven? Like, is there a departure time? Like, do I need to be at gate B7 at a certain hour?
1: What's well, going on? There, there are 12 gates, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that we read there's four, three, three on the north, three on the east, three on the west, three on the south. Um, when do Christians go to heaven? The Bible says that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Boom. So, if that is heaven in the sense that it's your disembodied you know, spiritual experience right after death, prior to the new heavens and new earth coming, then then immediately. Uh, The Bible refers to this sort of heaven place as uh, Sheol, and Sheol doesn't just mean bad hell or anything. Sheol was was a, a place for spiritual rest or... If if you were evil or you were not one of God's uh, chosen, this was a place that was uncomfortable. Yeah. It's an interesting and, word
0: in scripture. I've been doing a lot of research
1: on that. Yeah, lately. so, so. Uh, Dr. Piper says that there were two compartments of Sheol, and he 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 references several different New Testament texts and Old Testament texts to get to to firm that up. And there's a good Sheol and a bad Sheol. The good Sheol is often referred to also as Abraham's bosom, which is supposed to be a good a good comfortable comforting place to be, as opposed to the the other Sheol, which is yeah. not. And, um, so you, you, immediately after, after death go to there. Mm. And then at some point in time, after either the last judgment or somewhere at that last resurrection, when all the, the dead are brought forth, you get this new resurrected body. And at that point in time, you're back being physical. So look down at your hands, do the whole, you know, do this with your hands, snap, snap, snap. You're physical. You're going to be back into a body. It's going to be a new resurrected body, though, that's way different than what you've got now. Like I said, Jesus walked through a wall. I'm going to have so much hair. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's another question that somebody brought up, too. They're like, well, what age are we going to be? How old are you going to be when you get to heaven? Are you Like, is everybody going to be in their peak at 25 or 30 or whatever you think your peak is? 45? <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I'm not in my peak yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm past. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know if it, what age you're going to be at. And then that also brings up the question, like, well, what about maybe, you know, a kid, a child who died or something like that? Like, sure. are, are they going to get the chance to to grow up in heaven and then get to that peak and then stop and stay there? Or, you know, I don't know, like... My grandpa had, uh, I want to say his daughter was like four or five days old and, uh, and she passed away. And it's like, so if, if babies are there, if babies get taken to heaven, that's a whole other topic. I think we, we might've dealt with that one on election, but, uh, so if babies are in heaven, um, will he recognize her? Because if, right. if she's all of a sudden just 25 like and gets there, like, who are you? Oh, well, I'm your daughter. I tot- totally grew up. Why did I just switch to a really manly voice for a daughter? <laughs> I have really no sorry. idea. I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> That's not very good. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what age we're going to be. Um, can you leave heaven?
0: Dude. I don't know, man. I just want You to be don't able know. To go. I want to be able to go to Pluto. So if there's oh, a bus headed that way. Oh, like,
1: can you leave heaven in that sense? So leave heaven not in the sense of reincarnation. That's not happening.
0: But as um, in, 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 I'm out of here, send me to hell? Uh, is that what this question is referring to? Well,
1: I wonder if, if, um, if the question more or less means, can you leave the city? So heaven, oh. again, remember heaven, there's heaven is the, that temporal place that you go to right after death. But then the new heavens and new earth New Jerusalem is the place that's after heaven. Oh. That's when we so gain leave... our physical body back. So can you leave heaven, the first sense of heaven? Yes. When you go to the new heavens and new earth, you'll be leaving heaven and going right. to the new heavens and new earth. Once you get to the new heavens and new earth, can you leave that? I would say as a, a realm, if you will. Can I use yeah. the word realm? Sure. No. You know can't that. leave the new heavens and new I earth. That will so. be all that exists. Why would But you? can you leave the city? I'm gonna say you can leave the city because it says that the river flows out of the city. Right. It's flowing somewhere.
0: Right.
1: So, so maybe we're there for a million years just worshiping God and then God says, "Hey, go explore, go check out this beautiful place that I prepared for you." Remember those verses? Right? I'm yeah. preparing a place. It's it's I I I doubt this is conjecture, but I doubt God creates an entire existence of just amazingly beautiful, awesome new heavens and new earth. To confine us within the city forever, never to see it.
0: Not when Pluto's sitting
1: out there. Not when Pluto's—you're gonna go out there with a flag and boom, planet, <laughs> official, done. <laughs> um, here's here's a hot. That not skip that one. Really? You want don't, me to skip that no, one? No, I'm just teasing. Do an, animals? Do man. animals go to heaven? So I've heard some really good arguments on both sides of the field for this one. Really, I've heard some some good stuff that says that uh, yes, and then they reference verses that talk about you know everything that has the breath Doesn't of he God come back in on a horse? it, you know, brings it back. Well, here here's the thing: when you ask this question, do animals go to heaven? Do you mean are there animals in heaven, or do you mean is Fluffy there? <laughs> That's Absolutely. what people are asking. They're not asking if a dog is in heaven. It's highly likely that there will be dogs and cats and everything else in heaven. Cats, he, those really? Are, you think so? I, well, maybe not cats, but there'll definitely be dogs there. Horses, right? Like deer, elk, moose, bear, please let me go hunting. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so there, there, I think I'm pretty sure there will be animals there. We, we know that, uh, like you said, Jesus comes back on a white horse, that horse came from somewhere, dude. So he's got like a heavenly stable going on.
0: I'm going to say, yes, there's animals. No, there are not mosquitoes.
1: No, there are not mosquitoes. <laughs> so I don't. But, but the real question that when people are asking us, what they're really asking is they're saying is when my pet died, right. did my pet go? Right. And and there are no texts in scripture that confirm or really deny that your pet would be there. Your specific Fluffy so when you get there, is your Fluffy going to come running up? I don't know. Here's the real kicker. When you get there, not only will you not care, because you'll be standing before the all-powerful, majestic, gorgeous, right. beautifulness of God, but if if God just sort of, like, say, say your puppy's a little Pomeranian, and a little Pomeranian that looks just like Fluffy comes running up to you, you're going to think it's Fluffy. And it might just be another dog that God created to say, here you go, here's your dog back. But Like to say that it is fluffy, you're implying that your dog has has a soul, something that kind of like that that is the nature and essence and 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 character of of your animal. And there's nothing in scripture that necessarily says that uh, that they're that we as humans, we were the ones made in the image of God, we were the ones given uh, that sort of uh, responsibility and uh, conscience and you know these things like all all of that stuff is human. That those are human things, and we sort of transpose that onto our animals sometimes to think that our animal has true personality and true personhood, uh, and it, it, it seems in Scripture that, that that's sort of a, what's the word I'm looking for? That That's something that we get as opposed right. to what animals get. That, that wasn't for exactly sure. a unique um, feature that they received. That was kind of us. So will Fluffy be there? I don't know. There'll probably be a dog that looks just like Fluffy there for you. Because uh, it's an amazing place, but again, once you get there, I have a feeling you're not going to care.
0: What so, is after heaven?
1: What is after heaven? So that's the new heavens and new earth. We got that right. question. That's new heavens and new earth, the city, new Jerusalem. That's that's going to be there. Um, what are some harmful or damaging misconceptions about Ooh. heaven? Um,
0: that everybody gets to go there.
1: That everybody gets to go there. There is probably the most harmful and damaging misconception about right. heaven that everyone, because they want to... Gets right. to go. Uh, I'm a
0: good person.
1: Yeah. So this one is really difficult for me because, like, I've you know obviously been there at funerals um, when when people pass, and and the one phrase that I hear, and you probably already know it, the phrase that I hear most often at funerals, whether they're believers or non-believers or whatever, you hear this from the family members. Don't worry, they're in a better place. Mm-hmm. Their pain is Are over. Are they? And I and and I know I've been to some funerals where I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, those individuals died with hatred in their hearts toward Jesus. Right. right. In 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 rebellion. And and they pass. And maybe it was because of cancer, or maybe it was because of, you know, some horrific sickness or whatever, or they just old age and they died. And you hear that. And they—they're in a better place, and it takes everything in me, as insensitive as it would be, to not say, "No, they're not." Maybe, maybe like, they
0: are. If I had hatred uh, and anger towards Jesus, the last thing I'd want to do is hang out with the guy. So <laughs> maybe they got what they wanted. Maybe
1: they got what they wanted. Well, newsflash: hell is not pleasant at all. And uh, and I have—I can—I guess in some ways I can say, because I know some of these individuals that I've that I'm referencing, some some of them were family that have passed yeah. away, and I and I. I have, to, I have to take comfort in Jesus, knowing that He is enough, that He is good, that He is just, that He is love, to know that their, their rebellion to Him, against Him, they're, they're getting what they deserve. That's a really hard thing to say, but right. uh, f- for them to say, well, they're in a better place. I, I am slowly coming to a place where I can acknowledge within me and say, well, they're not, and that's unfortunate. So that's probably the most harmful or damaging misconception about heaven. I want to get one other one that's out there too. Uh, have you ever heard that somebody say like, oh, you know, my so-and-so's in heaven now and they're looking down on me? Oh uh, yeah. I want to I touch on this one, and not because it's the most serious or damaging thing ever, but it might be a little bit harmful in your theology. I want, pe- people need to grasp this thing, and I'm still trying to grasp the thing, so I'm not pointing a finger. But when somebody says like, hey, am I able to fly in heaven? I'm really hoping that I can fly in heaven. Now, I'm picking on myself here because I'm the one who said I really want to fly in heaven, right. right? But the moment that you do that, you out yourself as what you're really concerned about, what you're really interested in. Yourself. Are you? Yeah, am I interested in getting to heaven so I can be in the presence of God, so I can see Christ face-to-face without veil, or do I want to fly? Like, is that my thing, Right. Do I, do I just want to fly or do I want to be in the presence of God? And those moments when I'm like, Oh, I really want to fly, I'm no better than the Heaven is for real book character who goes up there and meets Uncle Tom. Oh, not Uncle Tom. That's a terror I can't say Uncle Tom. That's a bad <laughs> one. <laughs> Gives up and meets Uncle Stanley, whoever somebody else, <laughs> Uncle Tom. I'm so sorry. That everybody. email address again
0: is jesters <laughs> at
1: People are shaking their heads like this guy just doesn't <clears throat> know how he has no filter. So uh
0: We're auditioning for a new co host. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: The point is, the point is, what's your focus on? Is your focus on what you want out of heaven that's going to make you happy, or do you want to be in the presence of God? And that wraps back around to, is so-and-so, your grandpa up in heaven, looking down on you? The the flat answer... There's got to be better things to do. The flat answer is absolutely not. If he was looking down at you with his gaze fixed on you, his gaze is not fixed on Christ, and, and... He's just that. Just simply would not be the case. When he gets there, he's gonna look at Christ and go, "Wow, that's gorgeous." And he's not even going to think about looking back and looking right. down on you. Not
0: to mention the fact that it's creepy. I mean, I for one <laughs> like to poop in private, so I just don't need I don't need Grandpa <laughs> watching. Can you can you can you throw me a roll? No, I just yeah. yeah. It's it's like you said, you know, the dogs, Grandpa, whoever. Mm-hmm. When you get to heaven, really, that's your focus. Yeah, not not the creation, not the creator. Yeah, the one that gave it all for you. Yep. You know? Yeah. So
1: Jesus is going to be, uh, in, in the actual meaning of this word, awesome when mm-hmm. we get there. He's, mm-hmm. he's going to be something that we, we gaze at in awe and wonder and won't be able to take our eyes off of. And some people think like, oh, well, gosh, does that mean we're going to get there and just be a big giant choir singing for eternity? If, if, if in your mind you're going, gosh, that sounds kind of boring... Right. you you need to check yourself a little bit because I, I've been there too I'm kind of like gosh are we just going to be there you know singing hallelujah for a billion years the point is is that when we get there not only will will that veil be removed and you'll see Jesus for who he truly is that that will be all you probably want to do right you know in those moments where you're Absolutely. like man i just want to do this that will be it you will want yeah. to worship and fall down on your face in front of Christ I do think at some point in time he's going to Lift us back up and say, "Okay, thank." Right. Maybe thank, after a million years, I yeah, will get off my knees. Years, thank you, but look what I've made. Yeah, you know, and, and then we're gonna stand in awe of all that he's he's made for us. It says, you know, he's preparing a place for us. So, how important is it to understand heaven? Uh, I'm gonna say, in terms of your theology, I think it, I think it is very important to understand heaven. Jesus doesn't mention it a whole lot in the Bible. He does, you know, talk about it here and there, uh, but it's not a it's not a super big highlight. Jesus is the highlight. Heaven is sure. just heaven and the new heavens and new earth. Those are just locations that uh, kind of tend to be not background, but hey, they're hosting, right? They're hosting. Yeah. But Jesus is the highlight. So it is important to understand heaven, though, because there are some crazy misconceptions out there. And uh, so it's good to have good theology. But again, that's the whole point of why we did the 20 things, is because it's like yeah. these are basics of the Christian faith. Uh, heaven is not going to be harps and clouds and you know floating around i know it's not just
0: harps because my wife's gonna have a cowbell up there
1: oh dude i'm gonna have a little tin whistle too (laughs) i bought a tin whistle recently i'm getting pretty good (laughs) these old irish tunes but yeah i think it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be uh we mentioned it a couple weeks ago heaven is not gonna be one of these places that you get to and it's like oh wow i just can't wait to meet grandpa again or i can't wait to see so and so I can't wait to do this uh that's why those books i think biblically missed the mark and and that's what right that's what points them out as phonies and, and just fraudulent books is because anytime in Scripture you have somebody that has a vision of heaven or even goes to heaven and then comes back, uh, what, what you had was a recollection of getting there and seeing the beauty and majesty and glory of God to the point where that was all they could talk about. Yeah. They didn't come back and say, man, I totally met your uncle. I totally right. met your aunt. I, I, yeah, I met my sister who was there that I never got to meet because she died when she was little. And you, you didn't have any of that. All you had was they came back, they opened their eyes and they said, it was, God was bright and Mm -hmm. everywhere. And I felt overwhelmed by his holiness and it was love and, and he, him, 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 him over and over. That's all they could say.
0: I love that you use the word awesome. I had a college English professor tell me once that awesome is not a word. I'm (laughs) thinking, I don't know how you could explain or describe the experience of getting to see Christ.
1: Yeah and yeah.
0: just my, uh, the fullness of eternity.
1: My wife's dad, so my, my father-in-law, he wouldn't allow the kids to to say the word awesome over rather generic things or sort of you know <laughs> just just you know earthly stuff. He, he would he'd correct them and say, yeah. no, that's not awesome. God is awesome, because the word right to to be full of awe over something like awesome, and uh, over you know whatever it is, God is the only thing that truly fits sure. the definition of yeah. what it is to be in awe.
0: Select varieties of pizza, and yep. God. God. That's it.
1: <laughs> uh, man, I want some pizza now. I'm on I I'm on God, too. I want God, too. I want some pizza. <laughs> uh, man, good stuff. I don't even know how you... That's been 20 things. 20 things. 20 things.
0: And we're just scratching the surface. That's Serious? the amazing part. Really? So...
1: Man. Well...
0: How awesome is our God?
1: It's pretty awesome. All right, we're going to jump to commercial break. Are you tired of sitting around not knowing what to do? Why don't you head on over to hearyeetkings.com. That's right, hearyeetkings.com for the latest, greatest in Christian podcasting. And when you're done with that, head over to Facebook at Hear ye Kings and Twitter at Kings and Instagram at Hear ye Kings. This ad was paid for by the Royal Treasury of the Hear Ye Kings in the hopes that you would hear the name Hear Ye Kings so many times that you wouldn't be able to get it out of your mind until you subscribe to the Hear Ye Kings.
0: So there it is, the 20 basics of the Christian faith. And the best part is, it doesn't end there. Man, we're just getting started. There's so much more to come, so much more on this Christian journey. Grab a friend, grab a buddy, call a couple people up, head over to a coffee shop. Maybe start the series over again and, and print out these outlines and have a little Bible study with some friends. You don't need Derek and I. That's you right. can do this on your own. So that's right. That's right. This is just... <sighs> Just where it kind of starts. So next week, we're going to be kind of looking back as we mm-hmm. review the, the 20 basics, you know. Yeah.
1: So it's kind of a bonus episode. It's, it's really neat because we want to, uh, we're, we're going to answer a couple questions, you know, like wh- why are all these 20 things, why are they right. basics? Like, why is so, it
0: 20, not 21?
1: Exactly. Like, do I <laughs> do I need to know every single one of them? Can't I just love Jesus, you know, and have mm. to have simple theology? Uh, so we're going to talk a little I'm bit about, about rel- that.
0: Relationships, not religion.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so 20, 20 basics. We're going to, we're going to recap the 20. It doesn't mean we're going to go back through every single one of them and hit them point by point, but it would be a really good episode for if you want to like introduce this series to a friend or something, let them listen to the one that's coming up next week so that they can hear like, okay, that's kind of what they talked about. Hmm. They mentioned some stuff there that I might be really be interested in. And then they can go back and maybe selectively pick which episodes they want. They're all here. They're gonna be up on the website. They are up on the website. You can go back to them at any point in time that you want to. And uh, 20 basics, man. That's, I think they're pretty good. Pretty good tools to use for Bible studies at your home or with your family. And uh, yeah, or can,
0: pick up Dr. Grudem's book. Yeah, 20, 20 basics. basics. So with the
1: Christian faith. So if you got uh, if you want to listen to these with a friend or something, you can by all means skip past my crazy town because I know I offended somebody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had. To, uh, had great time putting these twenty things together. Just obviously grew them put them together, but we had a great time just doing it. So this has been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. Grab a friend, mm. make sure they're listening to it. Of course, as we always say, friends don't let friends listen to bad podcasts. So make That's sure right. your friends and you are subscribed to the Here Kings. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Wherever Epic Christian podcasts are found, that's right, that's right. And of course, follow us on social media. You can follow me at Joe D Walker or Derek. Are you still on social media? I know you deleted uh, it on your phone. Uh, yeah, I'm,
1: uh, so I'm on if, if I'm on my actual computer. So then, that's kind of how I've done it. So I'm trying right. not to scroll just on my phone. You know, it's cutting, okay. trying to cut social media time down. So I got you. So uh, that yep.
0: that would be at Derek underscore all, or of course the You Kings at You Kings.
1: Oh wow, how original! oh good stuff anyway thank you guys so much for joining us throughout that whole 20 weeks it was just awesome and uh, we really enjoyed doing that for you guys hope you guys liked it share it with your friends and you know blast these episodes out on facebook you can just you know grab the url link from the website as always uh, our mission is to proclaim the message of the king when the culture comes up play king of the here you hill we're going to take the hill every time it's for the here you kings
0: until next week and i hope you do join us next week you can focus on this verse found in psalm 16 verse 11 It says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Long live our eternal King.